Hello and welcome to Remotely Working, the podcast where we discuss productivity, intentional living, health, and leadership for remote workers with the goal of helping you integrate your life and work well. My name is Justin DeRose, your host and the founder of Effective Remote Work. If you missed it last week, be sure to sign up for our giveaway of one free copy of the Simple Habits course by The Sweet Setup. If you're looking for some help on building habits simply, this is a great resource for you. We'll put a link in the show notes to where you can purchase the course, but if you're interested in signing up to win a free copy, head on over to weeklyreviewchecklist.net, enter in your email, get our free guide to an effective weekly review, and that's it. We're closing signups on June 15th, so if you're on the list before then, you're entered to win. This is our last episode in our very first deep dive series on focus. We would like to round this out with a user feedback episode, so be sure to email us at hello at effectiveremotework.com if you have any questions, comments, or feedback on the topic of focus. We'll be sure to include that in our user feedback episode. But to round things out today, we are going to have a short episode to discuss resources that you can utilize to go deeper on the topic of focus. Many of these resources we'll talk about today have helped me sharpen my focus skills, and I'd love for you to check them out. First, let's look at some software. If you're getting overwhelmed by stuff online and you're not quite at the place of exercising self-control over accessing social media, news sites, or your flavor of the week distraction, some of these tools can help curb those distractions so you don't have to think about it. Focus is one that I have used recently that's done a very good job. It's an app that lives in your Mac's menu bar. What it does is it blocks you from being able to access websites that you've added to a list to say, hey, this one's distracting for me, turn it off. You can turn the software on to block access for a period of time or on a regular scheduled day-to-day. And if you try to browse to a blocked site while Focus is running, there's a gentle reminder that comes up in your browser to nudge you back to making better intentional choices. At times when I'm especially struggling with browsing out to Twitter or my forums that I like to take part in, one thing that I try to do is turn on focus. It does help me stay honed in on what I'm trying to do, because it's really easy for me to just drift off into looking at something if I have to let something run, say some code has to build or something like that. It's easy to just lose focus and get out of the mode of thinking about what's going on in the project that I'm working on. So when I turn on focus, that gives me the nudge to stay focused back on the project that I have decided now is the time for me to take a look at. If you need to go a little deeper or have multiple devices that are covered, the Focus only really handles one Mac uh, and doesn't necessarily sync across Macs for the settings, Freedom performs a similar task to Focus but provides built-in block lists as well as the ability to turn the internet off completely for multiple devices. Freedom, I believe, is a subscription service where focus is more of a one-time purchase, so that's something to keep in mind as well. If you need something minimal and free on your mobile device, Apple and Google both have implemented screen time type controls where you can set up barriers for yourself to make better, more intentional choices. I have this set up on my iPhone to completely turn off the web browser because having that there is a constant source of distraction for me when I'm trying to do other things, such as be present with my family. 
I've found that after doing this for nearly a year that I don't need it. I don't need to have a web browser on my phone. Screen time is a great way to shut that off. In a previous episode, we talked about how blocking out noise using something like noise-canceling headphones can be a great way to get zoned in to focus. Some people can work with music, and that's great. Spotify and Apple Music have tons of instrumental tracks, or you can get into something like Tycho, which is uh, really good electronic instrumental music. If you can do that, great. But some people have a difficult time playing music for this because it's just too distracting. In that case, a white noise generator app might be a good choice for you. I personally find Dark Noise on iOS to be the best app for this. It's customizable, has many different high quality sounds that don't sound just like a loop playing over and over and over, and it can also play right alongside music. One thing I tend to do with Dark Noise is that I'll play some quiet music and then layer on a sound from Dark Noise. That combined with my noise-canceling headphones will drown out almost any sound that makes it through the noise cancellation. Makes it a lot easier to focus so I don't get distracted by anything such as loud piercing noises because generally noise-canceling headphones don't cancel out the really high frequencies. They tend to cancel out the lower end of frequencies. So keep that in mind if you're using noise-canceling headphones. Probably try to have something playing in the background and this is one way you can do that. There's lots of other great software that can contribute to focus from various task managers, note-taking tools, and journaling apps, but we're not going to cover those today. Those will be topics for future episodes of Remotely Working, so be looking forward to those. As you might have guessed, focus has been a strong topic of interest in the productivity and business world in the last few years, and as a result, there are many high-quality books and courses that have come out for you to go deeper on the subject. Let's talk about those next. The place to start is Deep Work by Cal Newport. This has become the de facto standard of literature on the subject. Deep work is a great primer for the subject of focus, and many of the concepts in our focus deep dive here were inspired by Cal Newport's book. It gives a great overview on why focus is important, what the benefits of developing a place and a concept of deep work in your life are, and how that can impact not only your work, but your life in general. While not a direct take on focus, our next book, Digital Minimalism, also by Cal Newport, is a great evaluation on the use of technology in our lives, how it isn't always beneficial for us, though we've accepted it without evaluating it, and how technology impacts our health. If you're looking for some excellent strategies on how to integrate technology into your life well and in a healthy way, check this book out. I know when I read Digital Minimalism a little over a year ago, it impacted me in a very strong way. That's actually why I took Safari off of my phone because I realized that it was causing me to disengage and stop being present in certain situations. Be prepared though, the main action step that Digital Minimalism asks of its readers is to take a 30-day digital detox where you remove any technology that you don't find essential. And that can be social media, that can be different apps on your phone, it can be productivity systems. If there's something that's not essential for you to move forward on, Newport asks his readers to remove it for 30 days and then slowly reintegrate the stuff that you do find is necessary. The other book that was a big inspiration for this series is the book Hyperfocus by Chris Bailey. I honestly think Chris Bailey wrote a winner here. It's a well-researched and presented book on the topic of focus. 
where Bailey takes a different slant on the topic compared to Cal Newport. In addition to writing about deep focus, or hyperfocus as he states it, he discusses the idea of scatter focus, which we discussed on episode five. The ability to leverage these two modes of thought, both hyperfocus and scatter focus, can give you the rhythm needed to work deeply and recharge your batteries as well, so that you can continue long term to focus deeply and recharge. The ability to leverage these two modes of thought, both hyperfocus and scatter focus, can give you the rhythm needed to work deeply and recharge. Now, any book that can give me no-nonsense strategies to working well is one I'm readily willing to recommend. And that's why I am recommending Make Time by John Zaratsky and Jake Knapp. They have a book packed full of productivity strategies that are easy to understand and execute. No complex productivity system or tools are needed. One of my favorites from that book is The Daily Highlight, where you pick your one thing that you're going to work on or focus on for that day. And that can be a task you want to complete, a project you want to advance, or even just something that you want to enjoy about your day. We didn't talk much about the concept of procrastination in discussing focus, but procrastination might be something that you're dealing with that's preventing you from being able to focus well. One of my favorite books on the subject is The Now Habit by Neil Fiore. Fiore is a psychologist who has studied the topic of procrastination, and he's written this book to discuss and share with us why we procrastinate and how we can leverage different strategies to hack ourselves through procrastination into a place of productivity. So if you're one who struggles with getting going, give this one a read. We'll talk more about productivity systems and methods in future episodes, but if you're finding yourself having difficulty staying on top of everything because you're keeping it all in your head, you need a system. My advice on a great place to start with a productivity system is the bullet journal, which is why I recommend Ryder Carroll's bullet journal method book. It discusses the concepts and the application of the bullet journal method. Now, this virally popular method for managing tasks on paper, if you Google it, you might find flowery notebooks and fancy illustrations, but the bullet journal method is far from that. It's a concise, easy to use methodology to log your day in a simple way, tasks, notes, events, and the like. The mere practice of logging your tasks in a bullet journal, a mind sweep of sorts, can help you focus more deeply because your mind is no longer worrying about those things or thinking on them. A new resource I'm checking out is Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner. If you need a planner that's more laid out and less reform like the bullet journal, this might be an option for you. Michael's planner offers some strong building blocks with its pre-printed format both from planning the day individually to having startup and shutdown routines, morning and evening routines, areas for notes, areas for tracking your goals over a three-month period. If you need something a little bit more formed for you so that you can use, the Full Focus Planner might be an option for you. I haven't used this particularly yet, but I've doing, been doing some research on it, and I'm very interested to see what comes of this. Lastly, Sean Blanc and his team have a long-standing course called the Focus Course that's about, you guessed it, focus. There are lots of courses in the productivity world out there online, but Sean's has been around for a long time and it's very well researched. The course is a bit of an investment, but the testimonials from the course are outstanding. 
If you need some guided assistance with actionable advice from a trusted source, Sean is one to look to. That's it. I know there's probably a number of resources that I have missed in this list. So if you have any, be sure to hit us up on Twitter at Effective Remote. Let us know. We can post them on the Twitter feed there. We can share them in the community at community.effectiveremotework.com. I've enjoyed doing this deep dive with you. And again, remember, if you have any feedback for us or questions or comments about this deep dive, email us at hello at effectiveremotework.com. That closes out today's episode of Remotely Working. Check out remotelyworking.net to subscribe. Give us feedback three ways. At message us on Twitter at Effective Remote. Use the Twitter hashtag AskERW or email us at hello at EffectiveRemoteWork.com. For more free resources designed for remote workers, head over to EffectiveRemoteWork.com. My name is Justin DeRose and this has been Remotely Working.